The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with yet another trailblazing innovator. We're going to get right to it today. We are joined by Randy Gerber, founder of Patient Care. Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, thanks for making the time to be with us today. Before we start our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? I'd be happy to. I am a practicing healthcare attorney in St. Louis, Missouri. I've been practicing healthcare for 30 plus years, and my clients include doctors, hospitals, nursing homes, a whole array of clients in the healthcare industry. Perfect. And could you take a couple of minutes and give our audience a 10,000 foot overview of what you do at patient care? I'd be happy to, and this ties in a little bit to the question about my background. I sit in my office every day and I notice the dialogue that goes on with hospitals and doctors and the government and insurance companies <clears throat> all about healthcare issues. And if you s- step back and look at it from a big picture standpoint, they're really talking about us, the consumer of healthcare. Decisions are being made every day about what's best for us, what will bring down the cost of care and how that impacts us. And it occurs to me that not enough time is spent taking these conversations and bringing it to our ears to make sure that we understand what's going on in healthcare so that we can make a better decision. One thing that I would add is if you look at it from a global standpoint, one of the ways to bring down healthcare costs that the government's interested in, insurance companies, hospitals, everybody, is to make patients better informed. And patient is a way to bring healthcare issues to people in plain language, in an independent fashion, in a non-threatening way to make it easier for them to understand healthcare. So it's a consumer-oriented education service? It really is. It's, we, we do three things. First of all, we take complex issues and put them in plain language and in packages of information that are easy for people to understand. Our average article is maybe three to 500 words, so we don't overwhelm people. The second thing that we do, and probably the most important thing, is we help people navigate the system. In other words, every article that we write, we ask ourselves the question, people don't have a lot of time, why are we telling them this? Or to the reader, if you're giving me this information, what am I supposed to do with it? And so we try to help them go from one place in the healthcare system to another. And then the third thing that we do is try to bring them up to date on relevant news, which isn't to say that we are a news agency, but if things are happening out there, are developments that are happening that we think people 
ought to know about, and there's a lot of it out there. We try to synthesize the information and bring it to people in plain language so that they can get it, with the goal being that people will come away from the site thinking, well, I didn't know that, or now I understand what this means, and that's our goal. So it really is an educational site intended to help people move through the system. Randy, why is it so hard for us consumers of healthcare to navigate the current healthcare system? I think it's difficult because there's an assumption or a predisposition on all of our parts that healthcare is too difficult to understand. So a lot of times the information is presented in a way that's too complex for people to get it. So that's one factor. The second factor is often when people are dealing with healthcare issues, they're stressed or their family is stressed. And so they're not thinking as clearly as they can. And a third issue, I think, is if you look at the healthcare system historically, we were told what to do by the doctor. We followed the doctor's advice. We rarely asked questions. We rarely questioned anybody's advice. The insurance company paid the bill and everybody was happy. Well, things are different now because people have higher deductibles. People have to become more vested in their insurance, in their, uh, in their care. People have to make participate in making decisions, and people are getting smarter. They're asking questions. They feel that when they are in a situation where at least they know what questions to ask, they're more empowered and and feel better about their care and the direction of their care. As taxpayers, we just funded $38 billion over the last seven, eight, nine years for new electronic medical record systems. Do you think it's easier for patients now that these EMRs have been implemented? I think in the long run, it will be easier for patients. At the moment, it's complicated for the doctors and other people involved in electronic medical records. But it's in the long run, it's going to be helpful for people. As a consumer, if I am driving along a highway and I have a car accident far from home and end up in an emergency room, I would want to be sure that that doctor who's treating me has the benefit of knowing all of my health care issues so that that doctor can give me the best possible care. That can't be done efficiently with paper records and fax machines. Uh, and so to the extent that you can have a centralized source of information, I think that's only going to help people. Now, there are privacy issues that we all see every day, and that's a problem with computers. And so that's something that we have to be mindful of. But to the point of people taking more of an interest in their health care, even with electronic records, people should make sure that the records are right. They should ask for information about their records. And it's another example of people becoming empowered with their health care. Great. Randy, could you give us an example or two of how patient is making it easier for a patient? There are several examples, but one in particular, a patient that we know goes into the hospital after an automobile accident, actually, a fender bender, and finds out in the hospital that they have a much more serious disease. And they're in the hospital. They don't know all of the people coming in, they don't know what their next move is. They don't know who to talk to. They're completely intimidated. And so what we've done is we've taken situations like that 
and we've tried to explain to people what to expect when they go to the hospital, who the people are that they're going to see in the hospital. If a doctor, while you're in an inpatient, refers you to another doctor, how you don't have to say, okay, I'll go to that doctor, what questions to ask when selecting a doctor, what questions to ask when selecting a hospital, what questions to ask and what to do when the bill comes and uh, you get charged for an out-of-network charge that you didn't weren't aware of. We stop and tell people what out-of-network means, for example, what terminology they will hear. For people, another example, people who are trying to buy insurance on the health insurance exchange under the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, as it's known, we've had a number of people who said, I sign up for the exchange and I can't even understand the questions that they're asking. I don't know what an exchange is. I don't know what a network is. And so we stop and say, okay, here is some basic information written in plain language that will help you understand what kind of questions you're going to get. So at least you have a basic amount of information to answer the questions or to at least understand what they're asking. A lot of people just get intimidated, and that goes to one of your earlier questions about why it's so difficult. People just get intimidated. The people that are asking the questions don't stop to recognize that people, they don't do this every day. They don't encounter this every day, and so we try to help them along. Outstanding. I really love it. I don't know if you've ever heard of Regina Holiday. I have not. Regina is a patient advocate, and she's an artist, and she's created this thing called the Walking Gallery. And because of a personal situation where her husband went through the healthcare system and eventually passed away, and there was all these things that could have improved, what Regina has done has been to create this Walking Gallery where people who join the Walking Gallery, she paints their story of healthcare on the back of their jacket. I love it. And they wear their jacket. And it's a suit coat. I sent her my suit coat, and she sent it back. And my jacket is this very complex picture of a rodeo of healthcare and how complicated it is. And the fact that I'm frustrated that every time I get engaged with the healthcare system, it's like my first rodeo. But the healthcare system, it's not their first rodeo. They should be able to help me better. So I really like what you're doing. You're addressing this problem of navigating the healthcare system so that people who have been to the rodeo aren't going to be like me the first time you blow out your knee, the first time you have a sinus infection in a new city, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I think it's a wonderful depiction of what the healthcare system is. I've been in lots of restaurants and lots of places. You can go to any public place. And you can look around you and you can say to yourself, there's two things that you can take to the bank. One is that everybody around you will be touched by the healthcare system. And I'm not necessarily saying in a bad way, but one way or the other, either they will be touched by this healthcare system or their family member. And the second, to your point about the first rodeo, is you will not find anybody who will say, you know something, this healthcare system, I get it. I understand it. I've got it figured out. And if I had a nickel for every time somebody in the system, a hospital executive or a doctor or a doctor's spouse, they said, you know, I should know the answers to these questions, and I don't. 
there's such a need out there for this information. And, you know, patient isn't going to solve the problems overnight, but our goal is to try to win people's trust, to try and listen to what they're saying, and to respond accordingly. Our goal, by the way, when you look at some of our articles, yes, there's some base information there, but a lot of the cards that we write or the articles that we write are based on questions that we get from people. So it's very much crowdsourced in that people have said, here's an experience I had. Can you write something on it? And so we very much take the questions that we get and turn it into articles. Eventually, our goal as we grow, and we're about three or four months old, so we're just starting. Eventually, our goal is to have a call center where people can call in, ask questions. Now, we're not clinical, so we don't pretend to or even head down that road. But anything on the non-clinical side to walk people through the healthcare system is our goal. Outstanding. Randy, what are some of the top trending topics that people are interested in right now and you're covering out on patient care? Well, this is September 26th, so a lot of the top trending topics right now relate to insurance. As you know, the enrollment period for Obamacare is November 1, so people are starting to focus on that. People are starting to focus on their own health insurance for employers that are starting to gear up for January 1. Insurance is always at the top of the list, but we get questions this time of year about vaccines. We got a question the other day about tetanus shots and the requirements for tetanus shots. We get a lot of questions about kids' care. We had a whole series of questions on issues pertaining to prenatal care to taking care of your baby during the first and second years. The challenge for us, which is, I say challenge in a very positive way, is that we thought initially we would have a lot of questions from Generation Xers, those folks that are taking care of their parents, themselves, their kids. And there are plenty of questions from those folks, for example, Medicare or selecting a nursing home. There are a lot of folks that are Generation Xers that have those questions, but we're also seeing questions from millennials who really don't have any experience with the healthcare system, and so some of their questions are very basic, help me to understand and navigate the healthcare system. So we're getting questions from all over, but I would say insurance-related questions are the top of the list. Normally, I ask what people are working on next, what their next thing they're going to bring is. But tell me, as you're just three or four months old now, what are some of your goals for this first year? What are you trying to accomplish? Our initial goal, there were several, but the first was to get launched and to have enough information on our site that we felt we would be proud of and would be helpful. So that's number one. Our second goal is to get our name out and to start building a service that people will go to. And so we thank you for anything that you can do to promote our platform. We would like very much to get feedback on our site. There's a place where you can ask questions, and a number of people have. And we very much appreciate everybody has a healthcare story. Everyone has a healthcare story. And so we very much appreciate those experiences that people have. Our goal would be to get information from folks to make our site better. 
Another goal in the first 12 months is to expand the method by which we're communicating to not only audio but video. And our final goal in year two and three, or at least our final short-term goal, is to develop a call center. But one step at a time, and the, and the most challenging part of a startup, which is new to me, is patience, is to take it easy, go one step at a time, and that's what we're trying to do. Good. Well, we have everyone's attention. I want you to get onto your keyboards now and go to www.pacient.care, www.pacientcare. Bookmark that site. You're going to want to refer to it on a regular basis. Go out there and look for answers and give Randy and his team feedback about what you find and what you'd like to see. Randy, it was so great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and joining us, sharing your great wisdom with us today. Joe, thank you very much. All right, that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guests, Randy Gerber, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. 